This is Audio Gyan, and I am your host Kedar Nimkar. Welcome to a deep dive into the minds of luminaries from the Indian creative world. Welcome to a brand new series of Audio Gyan. Where are the designers? It's a twelve-part series featuring few of the top influential design leaders in India. talking about the process hiring challenges and finding and retaining talent and also some tips for young designers to make a cut after they apply i'm also happy to introduce uh, abhinit tiwari uh, as my co-host for this series um, he used to head the design team at gojek and he's still at gojek hey abhinit uh, thanks for joining in hey kedar glad to be here excited to shoot our second uh, episode yeah yeah Today we have Harish Shivaramakrishnan with us on audio again. Uh, Harish heads the design team at Cred. Uh, previously, he's worked at FreeCharge, Google, Mintra, and Adobe. He's also lead vocalist and a founder of Karnatic rock band called Agam, uh, and has been touring all along for last thirteen years. Uh, so, welcome, Harish. Uh, I think you need no introduction for the people in the world of design, especially in the Indian ecosystem. So, yeah, welcome to audio again. Thank you, Kedar. Thank you, Abhinit. Nice meeting you all, and that's very gracious on your part. Like, very happy to be talking to you all today. Very excited. Thanks so much for having me. Cool, cool. Uh, so, uh, this episode we have slightly made a twist uh, because it's a series. I can be much more uh, experimental with it, and we have thought of uh, having like a rapid fire round with you first. And uh, we'll, we'll mind you, we are noting down the the answers that you give, and and we'll pick it up in the. Longer format question. Okay, sure. Cool. So let's start. There are about ten questions. So you have to pick one: uh, music or design. Music. Uh, Balamurli Krishnan or M S Subalakshmi. Balamurli Krishnan. Team offsite or tours? Your 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 gigs and tours. Oh, tough one. Um, team offsites. Oh, that's that's quite <laughs> okay. Uh, So while hiring, what do you look for? Aptitude or attitude? Good attitude. Okay. Uh, favorite instrument? Uh, harmonium. And favorite singer, Indian? Hari Haran. Okay. And I believe you have a Harley Davidson. So I just thought I'll ask this: Harley Davidson or Trump? <laughs> I have a Harley Davidson. So Harley Davidson. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, this was this one is going to be a tough one. What does design mean to you in one word? expression okay and what does art mean to you in one word expression oh nice that's going to be interesting neomorphism or neomorphism neither hey that's that's not correct <laughs> are you are you considering your entire career or just at cred um look for me surfaces come and go i think for me uh, the surfaces and uh, things that you interact with are transient So, skeuomorphic systems, neomorphic systems, flat systems, maybe combined, uh, like you know, composite systems—they all have their place. But I don't think I make a choice basis that. I mean, it's it's like a spring collection versus a summer collection for me. Like I don't wear my winter clothes during summer. I don't wear my summer clothes during winter. So it's hard to ask whether uh, you like summer clothes all your life or winter clothes all your life. For me, uh, surfaces are meant to change. and that keeps the excitement going that keeps uh, the, the freshness going so for me for me it's a bit like fashion so i think about it like that yeah very interesting take 
Cool. Abhinit, you want to go ahead? Yeah. So that was it. So that was the uh, rapid, rapid fire, fire round. <laughs> there was a kind one. <laughs> it's just a warm up. Uh, yeah, I was I was probably I was expecting a harder one. Maybe that is going to come right now. But anyway, thanks. That was fun. <laughs> sure. Uh, so yeah, Harish, let's start with the long answers. Um, yep. First thing is let's look at the past a little. How long have you been in design? And do you remember when was the first time that you had to hire your first designer? Yeah. So I think uh, I started my career as a JavaScript programmer. Subsequently became a Flash ActionScript programmer, and then subsequently became a JavaScript programmer. So uh, most of my career uh, is that of a front-end engineer. I'm a JavaScript developer. That is where my heart is. That is where most of my experiences. That's where I claim to have skills in. And uh, the good part of being a front-end engineer was that I spent a ton of time with designers, and I also had the unique fortune of being in Adobe for a long time early in my career. And most of the stuff that I built were for designers as an engineer. My customers were designers. So uh, a good part of my life was spent with them. So the lines are sort of blurring. When did I actually start claiming I'm a designer? Even today, I'm a little cautious with respect to uh, claiming that I'm a designer. I typically uh, consider myself a great ally for designers uh, who has uh, great respect for the the subject, great respect for the discipline that is designed, great respect for the craft they bring in, and great respect for what designers really bring into the world of uh, digital as well as non-digital solutions that we, we use every day. So for me, I am an ally, a firm ally, and uh, I am somebody that will will want to go the extra mile to make sure that what can be imagined can eventually be built. So I am the person that built my career building stuff designers imagined. And that is my background. Even today, I, I think in code. I'm not a very <clears throat> design tools person. Most of my design tool experience also has been mostly writing code for the tools and not necessarily working on the tools. So, I mean, at the risk of sounding whatever, I don't really claim to be a designer in the true sense. I am a, I'm a pretty able front-end engineer. And being an ally to designers, being somebody who deeply understand them, and somebody who has a passion for what, what designers are creating across the world, I think I'm a good fit working with designers. So that's that's how my, and my career has been, this is my 20th year, yeah, no, it's my 19th year. So about 10 years, I have done design in some form or the other. Prior to that, I was too junior to be claiming to be doing anything. So I was just doing what was asked of me. So when did I first hire my designer? I hired my first designer, true, true designer in 2012, eight years ago. That's when I hired my first designer, truly. Otherwise, most of the people whom I hired were largely programmers who had a flair for design. Yeah. Like mostly guys who will do UI and CSS, yeah. not necessarily on a, on a design tool. I can actually, I should have, yeah, please go. Sorry, uh, actually, I should, I should have rephrased the question, code or music? Um, music. <laughs> I relate so hard to that, uh, Harish, like I started as an engineer as well. And yeah, I'm still hesitant to call myself a designer as well. So relate with you all along the way. Yep. Um, but I want to double click on that everlasting imposter syndrome, right? Like when, when you say uh, that it's, you know, you're still not comfortable calling yourself a designer, has it become more comfortable over the years or does it never go away? No, I have gotten better. I think uh, you learn all the way. I think you meet people, 
you meet design itself is such a wide canvas and you meet designers from different abilities, different state of minds and different worldviews, different perspectives. And there are several spectrums of designers that I've been fortunate uh, to meet, interact with, and sometimes work closely with, sometimes manage, sometimes be managed. So through the years, I think it has genuinely helped me uh, learn and understand uh, the field much better. And I probably what was asked in the, uh, <laughs> in the rapid fire, it's a question of having the right attitude in my head. I have the right attitude to learn about design and acquire rather than claiming to be somebody who was born, born with the right attitude and right skill and craft uh, to be a designer from the word go. I'm not that person. I think most of my skills that I claim to have today have been acquired by just keeping my eyes and ears open, having the right degree of curiosity and uh, having a strong belief that design is important. I think the most important trait I have acquired through the years is, is a firm belief that design is very important. Like, you know, I mean, and, and I have very unpopular opinions about how design is important within designers themselves. But through the years, that's one thing which I've learned. It's a very important part of living. I think you need to have good design, no matter what you're doing. So Interesting. that helps me hang in there and, and learn and, you know, get better at it hopefully yeah. I don't think it's a perpetual imposter syndrome I do aspire to a day when I'm actually pretty good at design but is today that day I don't think so mm-hmm. sure <laughs> well, gonna be, yeah it's going to be interesting to uh, in the later part of the thing because we would like to poke uh, this question further as in poke this answer further absolutely uh, cool so sticking to the theme uh, it's, it's mainly to so the series is mainly to uh, understand what are your challenges uh, with hiring and with retaining talent. So uh, if we can start off uh, by also you telling us how does it work at different companies you have worked with. You have worked with Adobe and uh, like a early age startup and different places, right? So how do you create that pool? I mean, does the HR help you in creating the talent pool? Do you headhunt? And, and plus you being in the music space, uh, I usually call this, uh, when I was in ClearTrip, there are different mafias, right? There's a housing mafia and then different mafias. And and what I like to call this is that it's typically like Sanjay Leela Bansali shooting with the same set of cameramen and art directors and stuff like that. So <laughs> so you carry and poach uh, your older designers. or how, how does the hiring process overall work? Sure, sure. Very relatable. No, so I think, uh, uh, truth be said, I think uh, what I have learned through my years hiring and also as well as being hired in companies is that uh, uh, to hire right, you need to understand the line of business that you are in and innately the space that you are in and what is it that you are trying to achieve. So the way Adobe hired designers, so the, for that matter, the way Adobe hired front-end engineers is and continues to be very different from the way Mintra hired its designers and from the way I hired at FreeCharge and from the way I hired at Google, it's a very different story altogether. And from the way I have hired at Cred. So what I've learned is it is important to not have like one single worldview that's going to probably kill uh, my ability to build good teams because I'm, I'm just using that one trick of mine, one hack of mine, that this is how I hire, these are the people I will work with. Truth be said, I think uh, I am very passionate about designing with a certain degree of purpose. And my purpose is um, is what defines my hiring style. So the, my purpose when I was hiring at FreeCharge is very different from the purpose that I'm hiring at Cred for. So I do have some overlapping designers whom I really like working with, who worked with me at FreeCharge, but the larger proportion did not come from my earlier network. 
I would have, if I was doing a similar company like Free Charge for whatever reason, uh, it's highly likely that I would have still tapped into the same talent pool uh, of people that worked with me, who have a certain sync with me, who have a certain degree of understanding of how I work and whatnot. But uh, cred uh, spacing because it is the most recent and the recency bias kicks in. Uh, cred is the most pertinent hiring that I'm doing right now is for my current job. It follows a very different tangent from how I have hired for my previous companies and, and I have reasons to do what I do at Cred. So uh, short answer is everybody has helped me like, you know, for a company like Google, I think the recruiters source really good profiles because Google has a certain way of hiring people and there are certain certain parameters that are very non-negotiable at Google. And it's very hard to just poach people from your network because they by themselves would be great designers, but in the grand scheme of things and the overall framework that Google operates in, uh, it may be just very hard to place them. It does not mean Google designers are superior or a person who did not clear the Google interview is any inferior. I don't believe uh, in that kind of a division. I think it is, it's only true that Google looks for a certain kind broadly and some people belong there and some people don't and some people sort of uh, mold themselves into it. So I think Google is one company that I firmly work with only recruiters. I think uh, recruiters figured out, and they were great people, like whoever I got a chance to hire, uh, phenomenal people, phenomenal talented people, some of the best researchers I have worked in, like in terms of uh, qualitative research, if you may, the two and a half years that I was in Google, I learned a lot from them, junior people, nevertheless, but uh, phenomenally good research talent that I found in Google, which I've not found elsewhere in the startup network as much as I have. Um, speaking about, yeah, so the short uh, answer for me is, all pools are available. I try to not straightjacket myself into a style of working because uh, if I applied uh, the ethos I had at Google when I was doing design at Google to cred, I think I would have failed. Not trying to suggest that I have succeeded, but the counter is true. Irrespective of whether I'm successful or not right now in material, I'm fairly certain if I applied the same heuristic, I would have failed. Mm. So at least I am at a place where now it's sort of on the balance. We can argue both ways, whether there's some success, some failure, but it's not been a colossal failure. So I think I am more driven by what is it that I need to do to hire my people. And, uh, and that's how I go about it. And largely, like you said, networks are great. Mafias are great. People that work well with each other are great. If good people can bring good people, why not? That's the best way to hire. So I'm always tapping on people that I trust to bring people that they trust and them bringing people that they trust and, and then we're good. So I think, mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't think I'm, my methods are too, aren't very maverick or they're not innately very different. I think it's very standard. And I know at least a dozen more design leaders doing pretty similar. So I think nothing to claim there. <laughs> that's a that's a nice segue, Harish, because uh, you touched on referrals, and that's kind of the next topic we wanted to touch on. Mm -hmm. So while Kedar and me were researching, we figured out people seem to have very strong opinions on referrals. I think the most extreme take I heard was somebody equating referrals to nepotism. Right. Um, what's do you have a point of view on that? Like, have referrals worked for you better, or like? Any, any point of view on this? Referrals have worked for me at a hundredth percentile efficiency all my career. And uh, here is my view on referrals. If you have hired the first person uh, in your team with the following characteristics, in my opinion, a belief in the journey, 
a belief in his or her own skills and an innate personality that oozes integrity. Anybody with a high degree of integrity and belief in the journey will not bring a person that he or she believes is not suitable to take that journey forward. Like I might have a best friend who is looking for a job and I might have a role open in my company. If I don't think that person can take my journey forward, I wouldn't bring him. I would just tell him like, I'm going to find you and I'm going to refer you into five other companies, but not into mine because I don't think you are the right person for what I am trying to do over here. So I have been fortunate in my career uh, to get people who have referred people with such conviction that they seem to be great people. Like, you know, they just brought people that, that they thought would augment their journey, who would make them most successful, who would make this whole pursuit and purpose of actually working in a particular organization more successful and more meaningful. I think people who have that personality to find that gratification in the work that they're doing, not just about the referral bonuses and not just about bringing a cartel of people that just uh, uh, can create a small little mini empire. Uh, referrals of that nature typically backfire. I have seen them in my career, like, you know, people just bringing uh, their kith and kin. And if you are talking about it that way, then of course it might amount to nepotism. But if you're actually bringing somebody with conviction that they, he or she would augment your journey uh, to achieve something that you are setting out to do, I think referrals work fantastic. And uh, the only other criticism that I have typically seen is the whole likeness bias, uh, similarity bias kicking in. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. deny it. I wouldn't deny it. I'm a zero to one person. Uh, I, have, uh, I do not appreciate anything that is... I mean, I will quit when it is 10 to 100. I can do 0 to 1, 1 to 10 is okay. 10 to 100, I am gone. So for 0 to 1, 1 to 10, likeness bias is a good thing. Because it will it will remove a lot of things that is required, which will come in the way of agility. If you have way too many people with too many contrarian views, uh, in terms of working, I mean, contrarian views in terms of design is fine. But contrarian views in terms of uh, the principles and philosophies and ideologies for a zero to one is very painful. Yeah. I would not want to spend 30% uh, of my life convincing people. Like I'd like to, it's almost like going to war. Then if you tell somebody to shoot, then people should feel it's important to shoot. Like, you know, so I mean, so, uh, so for me, similarity bias in zero to one is okay. Sure. I sometimes even encourage it. Mm. Uh, but uh, but from uh, for a 10 to 100, not so much. Uh, because when companies scale and stabilize, you need very diverse perspectives. Because uh, scaling from zero to one is the easiest because you have you have only so much to lose. When you are uh, a 10 to 100, your the risk of actually doing stupid stuff just because you thought so uh, is significantly higher. The good part for me, Avinit, is that I'm typically gone when it is 10 to 100. So never really face that. Yeah, interesting. That's an incredible amount of clarity, Harish. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And it makes a it makes a hell of a lot of sense, right? Uh, when you don't know where which way the roadmap's gonna go, at least the ideology and philosophy being in sync would sure. have something to keep people yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Very, very interesting perspective there. Uh, so so um Going further, what, what's the typical hiring process like? If you want to stick to cred, it's fine. But if you want to just um, uh, tell any pattern or how has it changed? And and this question will also have a flair of front-end engineers as well now. Because sure. you said like you are like a, at a core, like a coder. So you can uh, touch upon sure. that as well. 
I, I'm super grateful you're asking it that way because it's it's always nice to to reflect as well as I speak about this. I'm fairly confident I'll also reflect on what I'm saying, uh, which will also probably help me solidify some of what I've been doing. So I will I will speak generically first for a short while. I have taken jobs on the basis of one thing, Kedar and Abhinath. I mean, I think I need a sense of purpose. And I need gratification at the end of it. And secondly, as you guys already know, I'm a, I'm a musician. I'm deeply affected by lack of applause. Like, you know, I need the cheer. Lack of cheer makes it very hard for me. I'm being very candid and as honest as I can be in a, in a conversation like this. So any job that does not have innately scope for cheer is not for me. So in my career, I'll never work for enterprise. Sure. Yeah, artists need some vanity. I mean, I... I, mean, I, I can't work for enterprise because workflows don't excite me. Mm-hmm. Domains don't excite me. I like small problems. So almost all jobs I take are small problems. The moment they become big problems, I typically ask my bosses to find a guy who likes big problems. See, I can't fix for the whole of Bangalore. I like fixing my street. Mm-hmm. I'll fix my street. I'll plant trees. I'll put the best quality asphalt. I'll put the best water fountain. I'll have the best lighting, but it's only my street. I'm that person. And that's how I enjoy my design. That's how I enjoy my problem. So anything that touches a half a billion people is a very discomforting problem for me. I wouldn't be there. So most of the problems that I've taken, most of companies that I work in and have been moderately successful are companies which are not very high-touch, high-scale companies, with the exception of Google. But in Google also, I didn't have a high-scale job. The product I was building was a 1.0. And uh, most of what I got to do were still very experimental in nature. So having that said, I hire for that need like so for instance uh, i have truth be said it's a, this will become uh, again uh, it's a controversial i have said this wherever wherever i said this i have typically either gotten uh, gotten dragged onto the street and beaten to pulp but i'll say it again i am yet to join a place where qualitative insights have trumped quantitative insights not one job i have done has given me enough qualitative insights that I base my life on them. It is not a problem with qualitative research. The problems are very simple. They're very well-defined. When I was building free charge, you punch in your phone number, choose your operator, enter your amount and choose a payment option. I won't hire researchers. Hmm. I'm not going to run surveys. I don't need to. It's a solved problem. And if for a problem of that nature, you claim to be a designer and can't apply your instincts, I will question that designer's existence. So my typical point is unless I'm building something so greenfieldy, so hard that I have no idea about it. For example, if I'm creating a self-driving bike, hypothetically, I will hire only researchers. As in, I have no idea that how that shit works. But if somebody is asking me to build a credit card payment platform, I honestly do not require UX researchers. I require market researchers. I require product market fit people. I require uh, uh, a feature set spec definition around qualitatively. So my hiring is simply following a trail of what is the problem that I'm solving. So my last three jobs have been simple problems, if you may. Mm -hmm. The complexity is in the execution of it. Mm -hmm. I worked at Mintra and I'm I'm still very fond of the person I worked with. Jayavan Tiwari was the design head, somebody whom I deeply look up to, somebody who I'm... uh, I'm very indebted to in my design learning uh, and, and somebody who has from time and again helped me. It is, it is wrong if I don't name him in conversations like this. Uh, so at Mintra, at Free Charge, my problems have been simple. 
I think the solutions that needed to be done were where where the all the challenges lie. So I I typically hire uh, looking at how can you create design as a moat for a problem that everybody will find it very easy to solve. Mm. Like you know, free charge Paytm was already solving it. Mobiquik was solving it. Recharge it now was solving it. I kind of dozen guys were solving it. Amazon was solving it. I think Flipkart solved it at some point in time. Snapdeal was solving it. Everybody wanted to get recharge commerce. I just have to look around to know what everybody is doing. So I don't typically deploy research in jobs like that. Mm. So no, I think uh, yeah. Uh, sorry to cut you, but uh, it's it's uh, it's not that controversial because uh, I somehow relate to it uh, and I put it in another way because uh, even when I was in Book My Show, we had. a team of user researchers who eventually moved on because i was not really so there are two problems to it one was uh, they used to do a massive amount of research but how do you translate that research into the actual product roadmap that's one challenge yep. and second is uh, yeah buying a ticket is not a like exactly. like nothing nothing uh, like yeah. crazy out there right uh, i mean uh, the way i put it is like if you're designing a cockpit sure i'll have a have like, a designer like, Absolutely, so, man. Very lovely. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no, and, and my problem is if you don't know how a user would buy a ticket without researching, you should mm-hmm. quit. That's what yeah. I told myself. If, you, if I don't know how a person recharges without actually speaking to twenty people that recharge, I think I'm overpaid. Yeah. No, but it's also there is no, but there's also a counter uh, point to it, which is you said you have always worked in zero to one or zero to ten kind of a model. Uh-huh. Uh, typically, researchers come in when the product is stable. There's a product market fit, and then you want to go into the nuances, right? So maybe the researcher kind of a person kicks in for this hundred to thousand kind of a range. Possibly, is, maybe Possibly. Abhinit, you have dealt with those kind of situations. You have any insights? I I agree with like I don't think it's controversial because Harish has qualified it really well, right? He's not making a blanket statement that UX researchers are useless, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, would I completely yeah. I would never say that because I have yeah. I have learned so much from researchers uh, yeah. at Google where the problem required uh, a, a ton of understanding of what users were doing. Yeah. So uh, so pulling it back, I. typically have a problem with designers it's a problem like it's it's just a probably a, a, a something that has solidified solidified in me for the longest of time because i was not a designer most of the times i was a i was the guy who was implementing design that is given to me i don't like to work with people don't, who don't have an end mile perspective so to that sense i don't work with wireframers ever mm-hmm. see for me the first qualification is good visual designer I mean, I am uncomfortable putting my budget on somebody who can wireframe. I find people who have great flair to problem solve, great, great flair to whiteboard, great flair to create low-fi wireframes to tell a story. I immediately take that guy and refer him to a product manager. My problem is it doesn't come under designer budget. If you are a designer, you speak in colors, pixels, kerning, letter spacing, margins. and the aesthetic view that's almost like music critic versus musician that's the argument i always give like a lot of people can speak about music and some people sing and people that speak about music are sometimes more capable than the singer himself you will see a lot of them like you know some people who actually theorize music but i can't put him on stage you know what i mean yeah he can play so i want people whom i can put on stage so i am comfortable if you don't understand hicks law i am comfortable if you don't if you can't caught 20 other uh signs but if you can look at a screen by saying wo 15 pixel off hai i tend to hire that guy because because i generally believe that uh, 
somehow in the current realm of the world, craft is pretty underrated. Even design schools actually think craft is sort of an afterthought and craft is not required. So I am I'm craft first. Like, you know, I typically think any any graphic designer can be, can be taught UX design. And somebody who just claims to be this wireframe guy can never really create good visual design. So my problem is, for me, visual designers are a superior breed of designers. I am not one. A lot of people confuse me for saying that because I am a visual designer. Can't save my life to drop a shadow and sketch. I can do that in CSS. But I do think visual designers are are more crafty and more capable to become better UXers than UXers eventually putting that effort to, to go and become visual designers. So for me, my hiring has perpetually remained when I have hiring is like, you need to have shit on dribble. Even if it is a copy of Cuberto, even if it is a copy of UNO, if it's a copy of paper pillar, I don't care. You have put that effort to copy somebody's mock and make it look exactly like that. You are more likely to be hired by me than somebody who puts uh, mug shots of post-it notes on the screen and a whole bunch of flowchart. I have probably three minutes to look at your profile. And by third important step in design, I'm not very interested in your process. Actually, it is very boring to know your process. I'm interested in your outcome. Like, you know, you want to do card sorting, do it. You want to do uh, FGD, you do it. You want to probably go and sit in third wave coffee roasters and draw on a whiteboard, do it. Bring me back principle. When you give it to me, I want to click it. If it clicks, it makes sense. I'll take it. If it doesn't click, you go back, you apply your process again. So in my interviews, I don't give any, any preference to somebody's design process. And the second one that I'm very confused is I meet a lot of electrician plumber personas, which makes it very hard for me to hire. And those people I try to keep out. Uh, what I mean by electrician plumber persona is to not to demean electricians and plumbers. Uh, they're very important. I can't fix a tap. Yeah. Uh, I can't fix a tube light. So they're they are very important. And if my flush is leaking, I can't fix my flush. And it's, it's, it's crazy. And they're a very important uh, part of the fulcrum. But my problem is I am not doing an electrician problem. I don't have a plumbing problem. So people who actually come and say innately design is about solving problems, that's hitting it very, very low. I don't want designers who come and say I'm excited by problems. People who are excited by problems are either like people who actually see a problem and fix a problem and move on. I want artisans. I want people to say there's a shitty looking building. I'll break it and build it into a, a brutalist architecture monolith. I want people who say that. Like, you know, that is when you have purpose being called a designer. Otherwise, you're largely like a technician you know what i mean i am that technician like i am the front-end engineer i have lived all my life as a technician because i don't know what the, somebody gives me a blueprint and i have to code that up so so this this hardening has happened to me there's no right and wrong in it just that i'm 41 years old right now and i have been given the privilege to hire so i hire people who actually think that every problem is an architecture problem every problem is a monument problem every problem is a is a, is a ceramic coating of your BMW problem. So I like people who, who operate and think like that. That does not mean they won't solve problems. I think many of these guys solve problems pretty eloquently as well. They can actually think UX. Uh, they can do a lot of things, a lot of these things really well. So that is something that I focus on. And I ask one question in all my interviews. I don't ask it directly. Uh, if anybody who asks me, why do we really need it? I typically don't hire that person. <laughs> I mean, it is a big red flag for me. Any individual who asks me the question, why do we really need this? Sure. Uh, Harish, could you be more specific? Like, what do you mean by this? What, see, for example, I throw absurdities at people. Like, you know, you have all the time in the world. And there's an absurd problem. I mean, I'm just giving you, and, and you want to go from Domlur to Kormangla. Would you take a Rapido or would you take an S-Class? I typically can't hire the guy who says Rapido. Because he will never build anything great. 
क्योंकि इतना यूटिलिटेरियन है इतना कन्वीनियंस ड्रिवन है कि लाइफ के कोई फिनेस उसको चमकेगा नहीं आई वॉन्ट टू से गाय हुज दस क्लास इवन इफ इट टेक्स टेन मिनट्स मोर That is the guy who will bring, come and innately make a change, and that is the personality I look for. I think uh, like it's almost like see, you don't hire somebody who looks at a BMW seven series and ask how much it is. That guy will never be able to design anything nice. Like because perspective he is so utilitarian. That means that if you have a big car, what will it be? Mileage will be reduced. The perspective itself does not have mileage. Like if somebody has made the choice to buy a, a large as Hummer, he probably has already traveled the mileage conundrum a lot later. It's not even. part of the problem so when i hire for cred i am not building credit card payments right wo karne ke liye google chhod ke nahi aayega main to ha fact theek hai just 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 being very candid yeah. so i so i don't want a utilitarian thinking at all like a utilitarian thinking actually puts my entire plan uh, into tatters like you know i am that guy who says like you know credit score क्रेडिट ब्यूरो हिट करते समय एनिमेशन चला देना वो वाला आदमी है मैं यहाँ पे एनिमेशन करने की क्या जरूरत है टेक्स्ट में एबिटेंस करते हैं आई वांट हायर दैट गाय लाइक हाउ डू यू एक्सप्लेन फॉर एग्जांपल लाइक वी वी ऑल लव प्रोडक्ट्स विद इनक्रेडिबल डिटेल्स इन दम राइट हाई लेवल ऑफ क्राफ्टिप Uh, I I had this argument with somebody just a few months ago. Uh, I wanted something to parallax with the gyroscope. Uh-huh. It's a stupid, silly thing, but you know that shows you that you know it gives another dimension to the design, right? Yeah, that's that's kind of what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Like my thing is like you know so needs needs are too average. In my opinion, we all have needs. Sure. I think you have to optimize for wants. Like you know, we all work hard. we all do what we do because we have wants i am not living for my needs if i were living for my needs i would have become a monk by now because i have very my needs are very simple i need to wake up i need to get a breakfast i need to play with my daughter i have through my life bought a house for myself i have a car to drive my needs are done but my my wants are ridiculously crazy what drives me is my wants and i like people who have wants i i like people who are Innately satisfied people are hard to work with in design. <laughs> so, like you know, satisfaction is the enemy. Uh, like you know, इतना काफी नहीं है कुछ और चाहिए वाले लोगों को लाना है डिजाइन में. Like a satisfied जनता ना लोगों को satisfy करने में लग जाएगी. Like you know, what I mean. like 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 if you were to start a hotel, you are not going for all your rooms. You are going for Grand Hyatt or something like that. Right. No, I'll go for postcard. <laughs> have you ever stayed with them? I've I've looked at their website and know about it, but I haven't I'll stayed. I'll go for postcard because the scale is very small. Yar, Hyatt ka scale jada hai. Utna karega nahi main. Mere ko dus room karne ka hai. Sure. Lekin pachhi zar mein bechega. Sure. Makes sense. Makes complete sense. And see, Harish, like uh, there are lots of things which I could uh, fight with you on or argue with you, but as long as you qualify it, it makes complete sense. डाइवर्स Sort of environments and diverse perspective and thinking to be able to get to a place of clarity. I think I'm just sitting at a position of privilege to say this shit. That's that's my opinion. Yeah. No, uh, I, and and I would like to add to that is that it's actually what you're saying is also quite Indian in nature. I mean, I mean, 
straight lines and minimal design and cleanliness and all is sort of after the bahas moment it's it's just been there in the europe that style right but we at at i'm not comparing it with like jaipur architecture or kind of a thing but it's it's still ornamentation it's just uh, taking the base to a different level altogether yep. Yep. now be it te- digitally be it uh, with animation or stuff like that it's it's the the principle remains the same right yep. Yep. is that a is that a correct understanding um uh, look yeah, i agree what you're saying is true it is very very true but i i, I look at very interesting parallels and i, I just very i i was south indian i grew up all my life in south india the first ever time i took a train and went to the north of the countries for engineering i i left when i was 18 and for the first ever time i landed in a land which was very different from what i had seen i spoke only malayalam i had zero english skills did not speak a word of hindi couldn't speak i speak more languages right now uh, what what i learned through my years traveling across the country is that indians like opulence mm. the problem is lack of taste the classy ones with money actually go really classy mm. there, there are two kinds like the people there there's, there's, there are things that money can buy when the classy guys make money they go super classy then the ones who just chance accident may amir ban gaya you know what i mean like you know you just i just want a super lotto it's very hard to build it's 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 taste is something which you acquire you hang out with people you learn you unlearn you look at other systems and so you see a lot of gaudy and you see a lot of classy but the point is you can pick and choose sides like you know when i was when i was speaking to my colleagues in the us many of them would come like there was a researcher that came it was funny uh, he showed up with a white kurta and a blue jeans with a a colored shawl and said mai sp road pe research karne ja raha hai it was a there is nobody dresses like that in india like like that's only in coldplay videos and probably in confused hollywood movies which want to miscast india as a country just diwali and holi every day like you know you will actually see pretty clumsy shops over there with no real arrangement and what happened is that researcher came back and said indians like this it was funny i sat through the research presentation and they took sp road chickpeat as an example and said yahan pe logo ko clutter pasand hai my point is logo ko clutter pasand nahi hai they just don't know better mm. like you know put that guy in ub city and ask him to shop for the same thing at the same price wo ub city mein kharidega i can promise you that the same bootleg stuff that you're buying in sp road no like if phone ka screen toot gaya you go to sp road in bangalore and they'll give you a fresh screen the same screen is sold in ub city in an air conditioned store at the same price or maybe even uh, like you know marginal the person will come and buy the point is we are so constructed to be utilitarian ki matlab bhai sahab aur adjust kar lena like na three seater mein char log baithenge char eight seat mein panch log baithenge that is not and our design culture has become that ki uske upar thoda sa green or red or purple paint mar do then you have the indian design ethos i have seen so many people say that ki india mein clutter chalta hai kyunki indians like clutter that's a bullshit logic are harish i live in indonesia i design for products here and there's so many chinese apps that we look at right and people make the same stereotype and generalization about you know see design is design yeah right yeah. simplicity is a virtue uh, taste is a you know thing that a designer should have and people try to claim this in different ways that here for the chinese the clutter is you know important and it's like that's not how human brains work like it exactly true that as a really true absolutely true like you know like you know somebody told me the thailand example yahan pe pura neon hai i said have you walked that street neon nahi hai to board nahi dikhega it's not like neon mein passion hai inka 
यू नो एवरीथिंग हैज बीन देयर बिकॉज़ दे हैड टू डू धंधा मतलब इतने छोटे 10 10 स्क्वायर फीट के छोटे-छोटे दुकान है लाइक देयर इज अ शॉप्स आर लाइक 10 स्क्वायर फीट योर बोर्ड हैज टू बी नियॉन ब्रो इफ यू पुट अ वेरी क्लासी एम्बॉस सॉफ्ट प्लास्टिक बोर्ड व्हिच हैज गॉट लाइक अ सॉफ्ट लाइट अप यू हैव टू बी एन अपस्केल स्ट्रीट फॉर दैट बोर्ड टू बी सीन where 10 square feet dukan mein you have to put a neon that does not mean thai people like neon only it's almost like taking the mumbai local train example and saying that that is the commute india needs no it's not true <laughs> hey on that note uh, we'll be right back Right, uh, so we are back here again. You need to strive for better. But to bring this uh, back on the hiring track, Nirish, I want to pick yeah. on something you said in the rapid fire, which was you'd pick attitude over aptitude. I see that from a lot of people me and Kedar have talked to. But judging attitude, I personally find it to be a double-edged sword. So this is a two-part question. One, do you have any tips or tricks to share with us on? How do you go about finding that philosophical match? One second, have you ever failed at this? And how do you know that you made a wrong bet in a <laughs> with a hire? Failed several times. Several times. I think I think instinct is uh, if somebody has a hundred percent instinct, then I would want to meet that person and like really learn from him. Like you know, instincts are always hit or miss. So I have had several failures. I'll start with my, that. My wife has. Maybe you should meet her. Oh, she does. Yeah, yeah, I think most wives do. Like, <laughs> yeah, I will. Uh, so, um, sorry to cut your trail, but yeah. No, man, no, I was just trying to gather my thoughts on this. So, uh, for me, attitude comes in multiple flavors in design. Is what I have learned more as an outsider from in a true design sense. Like, you know, I am the typical engineer interviewing a designer. Like, you know, the how much ever you try to. to cross the bridge you have a little bit of that objectivity in your head with respect to how you are looking uh, at a person uh, attitude has come in multiple styles and flavors uh, for me so but one thing that has almost perpetually worked is i don't like god sense so that is one thing that i look for like now there are a lot of designers who are really good great craft great resume great portfolio a great uh, you know body of work but will speak like so i don't like anybody who comes to my company for an interview and say that you are broken and i am the guy who's going to fix it mm-hmm. see with that one statement he disrespected my entire team he will never be successful in my team that that statement is so loaded that that person actually believes that your existing people won't be able to do this job hence you need me i don't need you you might be great you might be right also but i can't hire you So the first thing I require is like the people that came before you who still have a job here are great people. The first step is to understand and appreciate that the existing people in a team are great people. Like if you don't think the existing people are great, don't interview with me. Sure. They don't come and say "Tumara cups up." Like a lot of people speak like that. Like I looked at your product; it's all over the place. I need to first come in and no, no, no. The product is all over the place. I don't think you can fix it. Like if ten of my people haven't fixed it, you are not that one guy who just landed from heaven who will fix my problem. So <laughs> that is my first red flag. I won't hire that guy. Maybe he is right. Maybe he will fix it, but still won't hire. That's because uh, that person will innately not jive with the team, and that person always will put his views and uh, uh, his need to fix problems above the journey. 
for me, you should join a design team for the journey. Not for again, I go back to my previous statement. I'm being a little redundant here. Okay. Uh, you don't come and work here because you want you saw a problem that you want to solve. Like you know, I don't. Uh, I call them this world-saving personas. Uh, I try not hiring them. Like you know, the world need me. The typical typical Batman sure. style designers that I meet, I typically don't hire them. They're great. They have a place in the world and not in my teams. So the the first thing that I look for is that. Interesting. The second one is the second one is a bias. I like designers who have deep respect for engineering. Sure. And I like engineers who have deep respect Which for engineering. designers. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. I I really want designers who actually think that I am just rectangles and squares and circles. If a guy is not going to code it up, I think it's a very very important trait for a designer to have to know that you don't have to like worship the engineer, but just understand that here is a guy who will make your vision to reality. Without that person, your vision may not become a reality unless you learn to code yourself. Unless you are that crazy design code geek who can build everything that you can think in code. How many are there? Very few are there. For the rest, you have to work with the front end engineer, and and that respect is is very very critical for me. So that attitude is something that I look for. Like, you know, how much do you respect your peer group? There are the other group also, you know, product managers, gade. I don't hire them either. Like, you know, it's almost like, you know, what, what is it that they really contribute on? You can say that as a running joke once in like 12 months, but on a daily basis, if you have a personality, which is uh, like, you know, then uh, that's, that's something which I, I, I typically uh, try to not look for. The fourth and fifth are, I try to look for some interest in art. I'm not saying you need to be an artist or something, but the point is, Artists are sloppy people, but their craft will have finesse. Most of the most of the musicians I know don't take a bath, and they are young. <laughs> but but what they produce will be very crafty, right? Like they will still go and fix for the last note they have played wrongly, and they will redo it. And that whole purpose, you would have just had one chai the whole day, and probably would have brushed his teeth, but he will fix that note. And I think that is very critical in design because eventually. Uh, if you don't have a last mile attitude, you will never build great products. Mm. Like, you know, so I, I have an issue with 70% karke measure karte hai. It has a place. I think, I think it, it is a very viable way of building products. It is a very successful way of building products. Not for me. Mm. Like, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to put 70% and then the customer will tell me whether he likes it. That's almost like me composing a song and recording it on a phone mic and sending it to you that the song is no. record mix master Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like, you know, yeah. whether it will become hit is immaterial to me. Like, I don't like to evaluate on the go, which also sort of will tie back to my question. Like, you know, what is music to me? Music is art. What is design to me? Design is art. For me, if you don't have the perspective of art, you will not create anything beautiful. Yeah. If you don't create anything beautiful, it is a lost ability. It's a lost chance. If every day you have a chance to create something beautiful, you don't capitalize on it, that day is lost. So I look for that. Innately, somebody who has passion for beautiful things has a passion for the beautiful, uncertain subjectivity of beauty, right? You don't know why something beautiful. I have to stop you. Kedar has a wonderful anecdote from his conversation with Baby Doshi. I think, Kedar, this conversation would be better if you shared it now. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I, that remembers me, like, that reminds me of one more thing, actually. Uh, which is a great, um, not that I'm comparing this conversation to that, but in one of the uh, Marathi literature, you must have heard of Bal Gandharva. Yes, right? yes. And and Bal Gandharva was one of the, like, the greatest uh, 
natya sangeet wala like artist and uh, he used to wear real ornaments right and and on the stage he didn't have the money he didn't have uh, big budgets but he used to do whatever it takes to wear the real sari the real ornaments and people yep. used to ask him why you're doing this and he said that it's not for the audience it's it's for me first and then when i wear those i feel nice and then i can reflect and i can express yes. the way what i want it and that connects with the audience so it was very very profound uh, of no, him doing that it is true it is so true and there's also a, a, an analogous statement steve jobs made right yeah. like often steve jobs gets quoted for what is convenient yeah. but this is convenient to me so i quote this so steve jobs has this line which says like if you are a great carpenter who's building a great cupboard you won't put a cheap piece of plywood at the back of it because nobody is seeing it yeah you will still put a great piece of wood over there because you know it is there correct yeah yeah and it's a great thing to emulate because most of the times people actually ship absolutely deplorable shit and say design is not how it looks but how it works right. like brother you have it all wrong yeah. like tumara pura concept hi all over the place he didn't say that yeah. like, you know after saying design is not how it looks how it works he actually spent a ton of time researching the aluminum casing he did all that and said it like he have actually thrown thermocol paper over there and said like you know chalega dekhta hai uske baad main paint karta hai <laughs> like he like look at the, the the quality of form that they produce right then you put function before it it's fine but the, their baseline is high like you can't yeah. which is which is why he said it right and okay. and honestly form and function is for another full podcast right like now who wants anything without any function I have not met anybody who has actually bought anything without a function. Like sometimes you even buy the most esoteric objects, the function is that it is esoteric. It still has a function. I haven't. I have never acquired anything that I can call useless. Sure. It may not. It may be useless from a utilitarian view. Hmm. Like you know, I have. I, I I want to show you this. Like this mic is a handmade Neumann. Sure. It doesn't work as good as this one. I still have it, yeah. and it's not connected. Sometimes you need you buy stuff you do stuff because you want them. Look and Harish, look at designers' work desks, right? Yeah, like they're not full of beige mugs. Like everything has expression to it, right? So I also find this debate a little stupid. Um, but stop. Sorry for interjecting, but we need to bring this train back to hiring yeah, yeah. thing. I apologize. I tend to no, no, no. speak longer. I'm sure you will. You will find sense out of it and trim it. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I'll it's going to be. No, no. It's going to be up as it is. So be uh, ready for it. And it's it's great. No, I mean, it's great no, to no, hear no, your no, perspective. And I mean, I mean, the two of you, like you know, I mean, I have I have followed both your work in Kedar. We have spoken also. Yeah. Uh, it's just a pleasure to speak, man. I think it, these are conversations that I crave for. Yeah, and and most of my conversations don't follow this trail, and and it sometimes is not. Yeah, I I answer standard questions if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Like you know. Yeah. No. yeah man like that's that's why i think podcast is a great medium and that's why i think twitter conversations are absolute shit right yeah, like because you can't you can't express i think this is fantastic i i i, I, I don't want to sound patronizing yeah. but i am personally enjoying this a lot and i'm happy that i've given the space to say what i wanted to say always without yeah, me. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. truly yeah. truly yeah. i mean and, and and coming to the one more point which uh, abhinit uh, spoke about uh, which is actually the last point but we'll circle back to couple of hygiene questions later but just to continue the train uh, so i'd interviewed balkrishna doshi one of mm-hmm. the legendary architects uh, it was the 100th episode and and to uh, when i went uh, to his uh, office it was really beautiful sanat uh, in ahmedabad uh-huh. and i asked him um, 
like why have all the cities started looking the same uh you see the same steel flyovers you see yeah. like kfcs and and uh, the way glass buildings and everything the same right yeah. uh like is this an rcc problem or what what is the problem to that he gave a very poetic uh and a very romantic answer which has stuck with me so in case if i publish a book on audio gain that's going to be the first page sure uh so he said that because uh, architects are no longer poets sure yeah and and i wanted to understand from you uh, because obviously we are following you in some places and and pretty much uh, at times you get trolled or you get you don't get the right thought out because there's been so much chaos on the social media and people are saying art is not design design is not art and you you see those typical debates everywhere right so if you compare that part and then your philosophy uh, you have anything uh more to say in terms of why do you see art and design to be the same thing yeah so for me i think art uh, that way is very personal right what is personal to you uh, is not what is personal to me versus while design is a more profound expression primarily because there is an easier way to empirically verify if that it actually touched people because art is a little more how do i say it art is a little more ambiguous yeah. like you know my art may or may not have touched you but if i design touched or did not touch you is very easy to measure the beauty of design is its measurability beauty of design is that it is empirically possible to establish whether a piece of design that you put out in a physical or a digital medium whether it touched a person or not how does it touch somebody like you no know, sometimes it is just his innate ability to get get to solve a problem or get past something that he wanted to do sometimes it is just nps yeah. like you know you just felt good yeah. like you know see for example uh, i watch this things all the time reels all the time yeah. it solved no problem for me if it all just solved any problem just solved it for instagram because they now know what i like <laughs> honestly speaking it did not solve but but i have fairly high nps on that product because i feel nice using it now how do you quantitatively say whether and you can only put mathematical metrics how many times per second how many uh, unique videos per minute you have engineering ways to quantify it for me art and design converge at a point where your purpose is to touch somebody mm. you can't be chaukidar you can't be ticket collector you can't be train driver see those guys are doing a job they will take you from point 1 to point 2 that can't be the reason why design exists design has to go way above and beyond that that's where art comes in like you know it's about reading a poetry and composing a poetry i could sing a song to you hmm. like you know i could take the i could say jeevan se bhari teri aankhe majboor kare jeene ke liye you will get the meaning it's like it will serve its purpose it will land to you but when kishor kumar sings that thing you can't say ye ga gaane se kya hoga like you know that is a problem the perspective should not be ki poetry hai. no it is not it's a composite object which includes kishor kumar's voice the poetry the orchestration who is on the screen for me that is what design is which is why you can't speak design without speaking visual design eventually what touches you is the most important part of design and visual design is the closest to art if you can think about it in the whole yep. realm yep. of design visual design is the closest to art visual which is why i believe without good visual motion design you are reciting you are reading of a paper now if you argued with me reading of a paper say mai poetry samajh jayega sure lekin mai to kishor kumar se gawayega na <laughs> like 
that is that is my perspective of of design like you know, just because reading is enough is not good enough for a lot of non designers to simply say itna kafi hai hmm nahi hai kafi baaki kaun karega no i i am taking a slight tangent again for uh, one more marathi uh, great stand up comedian and and he was like he was the most talented writer director actor puladesh pandey puladesh pandey yeah and and uh, in one of his talks he was saying that i hate people when they say kya fayda which is kya fayda ah right and and uh, so lot of people come to me and say are wo tune kiya usme kya fayda usme kya fayda and then they just keep cribbing the same point right yep, yep. to which to which he gives like a real big uh, jab at it uh, saying that uh, yaar wo bahar shivaji ka itna bada iron mein statue hai kya fayda इधर एक बहुत प्यारा सा बगीचा है उसमें सुबह फूल खिलते हैं क्या फायदा मतलब ऐसे लोगों को तो मैं ले लेता हूँ but if you have actually solved for it and and secondly uh, sorry i have to say this because you gave me a chance to speak uh, i think designers today i hate saying this and 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 it is again i'll be disliked for saying this two things that they tell me which which like really vexes me i get i get really angry the user doesn't care ye kisne bataya tere ko like i keep hearing this you know what the user doesn't care about all these things who told you तुमने खुद जाके यूजर से पूछा डू केयर अबाउट दिस यूजर ने नहीं बताया जस्ट बिकॉज यूर नॉट एबल टू डू इट यू 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 हाइड बिहाइंड दैट दैट यूर ओन इन इट इनबिलिटी की मतलब उसको नहीं चाहिए तेरे से नहीं हो रहा है उसको नहीं चाहिए नहीं यू आर नॉट एबल टू डू इट इज नॉट एन एक्सक्यूज टू से इसको नहीं चाहिए लाइक यू नो द पॉइंट इज लाइक नो यू आर एबल टू डू इट यू विल डू इट इफ यू नॉट एबल टू डू इट दैट्स अ मच मोर ऑनेस्ट पोजिशन टू टेक आई एम नॉट एबल टू डू इट हेन्स आई डिड दिस मच इट्स ऑलमोस्ट लाइक सेइंग लाइक नो आई आई वांट टू रियली पेंट Right now, a beautiful painting. But in my case, I only raised the shop. Like you know, that's not by saying painting. Ki, paint करने की क्या जरूरत है? दुकान से ले सकते हैं. You can't say that. Like the point is, somebody who can paint will paint. Somebody who can't paint will buy. So the first point is like you know why the user doesn't need is a standard problem I see in design fraternity generally. All this stuff users don't need. Who told you this? I mean, no, you, but, but, you uh, Harish, yeah. uh, Harish, sorry to interrupt, but uh, there would be certain. uh known problems right like people don't like to read long formats uh-huh. now this is a known problem uh-huh. so do you do you challenge that as well no i don't i actually don't challenge anything that the user does not want to do to be very honest i love it when somebody came and told me what the user wants and i will build everything that the user wants and i might do 10 things more don't come and tell me ki ye bas karne ki kya zarurat hai user doesn't care about all this so this is a standard thing no why do you want to animate the button user says, i will still animate the button button hai udhar jisko animation nahi chamakta hai dekhne mat dena usko kya problem hai nahi dekho mat dekho there might be one or two guys who want to still want to see so don't give me this this purpose argument to me ki just get your five things right ye tumko kisne bataya ki yehi five things hai like you know i i i almost always ask this question like you know just because something did not work with you don't unify that problem and democratize it like the whole world feels it like you know maybe because of for example i can't play first person shooter games theek hai i can't play them talent nahi hai i can't go and complain to the designer of pubg and ki simple bana do 
नहीं बनाएगा सिंपल रीजन व्हाई इट इज आधे लोग जो करते उसको चमकता है तेरे को नहीं आता है आई कॉन्ट जस्ट कमेंट तेरे लिए रोड रैश बना देता है Like for example, the simplicity argument is also that. See, for example, yeah. if you don't innately believe humans are intelligent, if you don't believe that your user is smart, see, I don't, I dislike design premises which begin by saying user is innately dumb. नहीं है. User dumb नहीं है. User खतरनाक smart है. तुमसे ज़्यादा smart है. Give him smart systems to play with, and he will innately get the serotonin, dopamine dose of actually figuring out something. He will stick much more. Like you know, he will actually whenever humans are, especially men, man. I, I I have to say this. We like to fidget. I have just realized that most of the times, unboxing videos are typically posted by people who have a general aptitude to fidget. Design should let people fidget. That is when you will be remembered. मतलब तुम इतना invisible बना दोगे यू तुम घर के light का switch बन जाओगे. Do you know which is your switch for tubelet at home? बोल गए होंगे अभी तक. Because muscle memory is working. हाथ ऐसे जाके रात को ऑन करते यू डोंट डिजाइन लाइक दैट मैन यू विल नॉट लास्ट बिकॉज द नेक्स्ट डे वेन स्मार्ट सिस्टम लैंड मिलेगा बिल्ड ताजमहल सो दैट फ्लाईओवर जब बनना होता है दे विल नॉट ब्रेक इट उसके अराउंड बनाएंगे तुम डीएलएफ का अपार्टमेंट खड़ा कर दिया बुलडोसर सीधा जाएगा क्योंकि यूटिलिटी बिल्डिंग है यूटिलिटी बिल्डिंग को तोड़ने में किसी कोई प्रॉब्लम नहीं है of the mind space of people and of the screen sometimes you have to have things that people come to do even if there is really no purpose around it like if you don't build for that fidgeting you will not succeed and those fidgetings don't have rational reasons they just fidgets right uh... yeah makes sense kedar i this is probably one question i want to ask harish let's assume there are some young designers listening to this and they are sold with our pitch that design has to have a higher purpose it's just not you know point a to point b mm-hmm. um, but when they look out at the market try to select a company where they want to work at uh, you'd said something i also tell designers this look for a company where your craft is a differentiator mm-hmm. right where the value of a craft can be a moat uh, you happen to work at cred and i can clearly tell from the conversation that that's the direction that you're going in mm-hmm. um but most of the companies in the market are not like that is is that a lament for you it is do you think that contributes to how design is becoming right yeah uh, i'm going to be very honest abneet yeah. like you know uh, i think like you know every function in tech let's not even go to the other place the answer will become too long uh, we have all spent time in the industry and gotten to what i uh, got to do whatever little we got to do and gotten to where we have gotten one thing i'm sure we have all learned is that there are certain things we can do and certain things that we can't do i think most of the great mentors i have had are people who are very proud to tell me that i can't do this harish while that kid out there who is just 4 months into the system can do this a lot better than me most of the great leaders and great mentors i had the deepest of good fortune to work with have demonstrated this personality like you know where the attitude was to say that i have certain abilities and somebody else has certain abilities and when i put these two abilities together we have a very strong unified uh, skill which will help us produce something really great somehow through the last decade or so it has sort of given away that people who don't have certain skill ganged up and said the skill is not required yeah. and and those people fill the market and call themselves designers like i i have this analogy people hate me for this an air guitarist is not a guitarist <laughs> like you know, for me my uxer hair is a bit like saying my air guitarist hai. 
लेकिन तुम यूएक्सर नहीं है तुम डिजाइनर है डिजाइनर मतलब पूरा डिजाइन चमकना है तुमको रिसर्च से लेके सर्वे चलाने से लेके करने तक आना चाहिए नहीं आएगा देर इज नो प्रॉब्लम डिजाइन क्राफ्ट यू आर नॉट लकी टू बी बॉन्ड विद इट समीपल विल नेवर गेट इट बट डोंट फॉर्म अ कंसोर्शियम ऑफ पीपल हु डोंट गेट विशुअल डिजाइन एंड से उसकी जरूरत नहीं है दैट्स ऑलमोस्ट लाइक सिंग मेरे को नहीं आता है सो इंपॉर्टेंट नहीं होगा आई थिंक द मार्केट इज फिल्ड विद पीपल लाइक आई हैव टू से दिस एंड द मोर the more design schools have made entry into design courses engineering like has resulted in more and more designers who actually think craft is unrequired like you know, i met a designer who only knows how to do personas i said like life me kabhi design kiya hi hai nahi main ye and what are you i am a ux sir main nahi hai you are at best a survey runner or at best a behavior scientist tum design team mein kya kar rahe ho like you know this is my problem so my my thing is the lament is that it is not that everybody needs to be great illustrators i am not some of us are not some of us will never be i for one never will be i don't think illustration is not required that is the difference i meet a ton of people in the market who say in sab ki zarurat nahi hai you know all we require is every app looking wo material design ka sticker sheet download kar lega थोड़ा टाइम मिलेगा तो कलर चेंज कर देगा नहीं तुम्हें Like you want to look like a Google app or what? उन्होंने शेप का टोकन डाल दिया तो यू कैन चेंज द वैल्यू नाउ और शेप चेंज होताइजिंग It was becoming too regular. When I was at Google, I remember speaking to the material design team. They themselves had this view that it's becoming too similar that it becomes really hard. for even companies to kind of uh, to create value out of it so for me my lament in in short is that it's okay to not have certain skills it is not okay to normalize a lack of skill my lament is the normalization of a lack of ability like yaar uh, sorry i'll i'll interrupt again so like i might just counter you uh, for me to understand better right it's no, it's sure, uh, no, even yeah. otherwise we can counter me i'm always happy to get i was no no so so uh, i agree that the the material uh, design palette or whatever works uh, it is designed also lends itself to the os so people so we have this saying right uh, don't reinvent the wheel so contact list hai uh, dialer hai these are pretty standard uh templates uh, which are there which people are familiar with and used to so one side we also have a argument saying that design uh as in people are habitual creatures and they they like to be whatever like simple not coming in the way so how do you how do you defend that argument sure good question am I, uh, yeah am i am i like uh, no. yeah i can yeah. 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 you go ahead 
I, I had a defense for you. <laughs> Please go ahead, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Super. So I'm gonna use this avenue. <laughs> damn cool. Damn cool. I'm gonna. I, I, I'm gonna use this one. No, no, no. So I think it's a it's a very pertinent question. Like you know, I mean, uh, innately humans don't like change. It is true. Like you know, especially uh, changing a habit comes at such a high cost, and most of the retention businesses, including the company that I work on, is heavily dependent on habit. and if you don't build habit you fail so i think there's no two ways to the fact that but it's it's also a bit of a blackberry to iphone argument if you know what i mean qwerty physical keyboard was a habit but somebody had to break it and put it on a touch screen and prove that it is better off that way my point is if you get too addicted to to riding a habit uh, it will stifle your own ability to do something which could be actually better which is what i think we as designers stand for i think i think once a habit is established if we are all riding i think we are doing gross disservice to something that we call we all are mm. i think our aim is to actually just look for what is the next big thing that you can do which could probably make it a lot better it will come at an incremental cost it might come at a cost of switching it might come at a cost of unlearning relearning but post that relearning will that person's life be 2x better 3x better 4x better is the only question i ask sometimes uh, reconciling to a habit will result in us not innovating enough that's all i will say mm-hmm. i will not counter what you said kedar i have no counter to it i think i think it is important to not question people's habits because if you are changing your app every 2 weeks just because you can then you better be building for your family <laughs> who is also funding your app yeah. uh, 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 if you are building for real customers it's important to understand and empathize with what they stand for and what is it that is helping them uh, stick to it but not keeping in mind that what you have may not be the best you could do is all i would request i mean as in mm-hmm. i don't know is material design the best possible way to build an app gaming guys have proved it is not mm-hmm. not a single game was built on material design there are horses for courses like you know you just need to understand whether what your motors and what what you are really trying to present to your customer and how much do you believe in in, in your solution and your journey mm. as long as i mean if you don't have the conviction then yeah i think it's good to ride the habit mm. if yeah, if yeah. i were in a new problem where i have no knowledge about it i will be very confessional i will ride the habit mm. i don't think i'll go and break it mm-hmm. i think i don't think riding the habit is the problem not wanting to go beyond riding the habits which i think nicely ties to what abhinit typed uh, on the abhinit you you wanted to defend further because i have actually found a synthesis of this conversation but yeah go ahead i'd much rather harish said it it's okay you are the guest about yeah so i was i just typed out you don't have to reinvent the wheel but put some thought in the wheel cap at least right like that's that's what oh, i was saying oh okay okay <laughs> okay that way that way ha ha no but but what i was uh, so i i, I make I, it yours correct correct <laughs> no i think the underlying thread in this is more of a rebel which is probably seen in music scene and design and lot of people have this rebel right so uh, i i long time ago i read this beautiful quote uh, which said um, when you don't know zen uh, rivers are rivers mountains are mountains Uh, when you are learning zen rivers are not rivers mountains are not mountains and when you have learned zen rivers are rivers mountains are mountains <laughs> so i think i think uh, every uh, artist or every designer or every person who's trying to challenge the status quo is in that center bracket where 
yes, there are rivers and rivers, but why should I care? Like, it's there, right? I, I'll try and invent, I'll try and innovate, I'll try and create something new. Uh, have that basis and then again, probably land up in, I don't know whether should we land up or it's a long journey. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I always like to take this example. I think but the quote is actually pretty fantastic again. again very, yeah. uh, very true yeah. to, to artists at least. Like, I don't know how much word design, but for artists, I think it's, it's a very eloquent sort of quote. Like, you know, I always wondered how, by the way, I, I just wanted to check with you. How do you switch your uh, profile on Gmail? If you have three email addresses. Swipe, 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 so, swipe on that avatar. Swipe on the avatar. <laughs> Every yeah. 10 guys I speak to, only two know about it. Yeah. I've, I've now, heard from double tap or something like that. Yeah, I've got People tap and choose. But the point, the moment you put a coach mark on that, you're actually killing that feature. Mm. The beauty is discovering that feature. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, there's still an implementation that you can click and choose with the standard list. But that swipe, once you have discovered, makes you feel like God. Mm. Like the day I found it, I tweeted about it. I got like some 200 people like it. And people came and said, as if like I am. And then of course, people came and said, no, I found it three weeks ago. All that is beautiful. That FOMO is fantastic, right? And you are not the first guy. I found it earlier just because you have more followers. You can say, you get all kinds of responses. But the point is that form of curiosity that humans hold, right? Like, no, if, if design is not considering curiosity, then it's a pretty dull design in my opinion, Kedar. Like, you know, if it doesn't push the person to innately feel curious, like, you know, we did a stupid hack. Stupid not because the hack was stupid. It was just very inert sort of thought. We just shipped a new UI on cred and we just needed a way to actually get people to wait for like about four seconds before the new SDK loaded. So one of the guys in my team said, why not give a drag UI well, the person has to drag and I'll run an animation for four seconds and then it switches to the new UI. And on top of that, Kunal actually came and said, make the person burn 5,000 coins and say you need 5,000 co cred coins to actually get the new UI. The funniest part is anybody who got access to it, did it. Everybody who got access to it, did it. it, it they incurred a cost. And then they came and ranted on Twitter by saying, oh, you have 5,000 coins for me, that is a huge success because the, the, the innate curiosity probing worked for me. The point is like, you know, so the, the, if, if people had said, then I failed. Everybody who got access to it, used it and then came and lamented, I have no problem. You understand what I'm trying to say? The, the, the better solution would have been whenever you are ready, I do a clean switch and the person sees the new one. No, sometimes you have to make people work for shit. And they will remember you for that. Like, you know, I mean, I, 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 I will, I know, I know we are over time, but I will, I don't necessarily believe simple things are the best things. Mm. I mean, I don't enjoy simple things too much. I like simple things for things that I want to forget. Like for example, switching on my AC or like, like opening my car boot. I like them simple, but things I mean, want to feel nice about, I don't like them too simple. Mm. I actually want to feel that I achieved something. Like, you know, if you have a utilitarian purpose to everything, then you'll have to make simple, 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 make it simpler, make it simpler, make it simpler, eventually make it vanish. And can you imagine a life where everything was voice? I think we are getting there. Like you have no screens. Yep. It will be a dull world. Yep. Trust me. The world will find a way to make it less dull. Where you don't have a screen, you can just speak to your house. <laughs> Bring me my tea and it brings tea. Switch on my TV, it switches on TV. There's like no UI, no haptic surfaces, nothing to touch and feel. 
I think we'll all go crazy, man. Like it'll be very simple, but we'll go nuts. I get scared thinking about it. Yeah, like, we'll, no, we'll be we'll be selling voice skins like we used to sell Vinamp skins. Trust me, trust me. We will we will probably have like you know Alexa packs, which will sound like Shahrukh Khan, which will sound like Amitabh Bachchan, uh, which will actually speak like your favorite person. Because otherwise, it's a pretty dull world. <laughs> Think about it, and I'm very worried about things becoming dull. Even though it's a little hard, hard is better than dull. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't think we should. Designers should have a purpose of making things dull. Yeah, I like, know that will, that will be bad. Yeah, <laughs> quite, quite uh, refreshing to to uh, like. You have so many different perspectives. I think I'm also quite sold on the philosophy. Uh, the way you have put it, it it's. It will take some time for, for yeah, to sink in because it's conditioning, right? It's it's how you have, who your mentors are, who you, you have brought up with. Perspective, and then perspective, yeah. It's it's a perspective. I would put it that way, yeah. Maybe your perspectives they needn't be right. It is just a vantage, like you know, it's like from from the angle I am standing and looking at the mountain, what I see is different from the vantage that somebody else is looking at it. As long as all, both of them are beautiful, we are good. Yeah. It should not be like from the vantage that I'm seeing everything is beautiful. From the other vantage, you're looking everything is broken. Mm-hmm. Then we are. Yeah. I think different vantages are good to have as long as all vantages give you a good view of the valley. Perfect. Otherwise, it's not called a vantage anyway. <laughs> well, I think uh, we are good. Uh, I mean, there were a bunch of questions, but I think I think the the way this conversation has uh, flown, uh, it's it's quite um, enriching in a way. So I would keep the hygiene questions probably for some other. Session it is, we do later. It's better this way, Kedar. Yes, yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Sure, sure. Cool, uh, Harish. Thank you. Thanks a lot for giving your time. It was wonderful talking to you. And and the best part was to generally understand because me and uh, Abhinit were generally discussing and saying, "Here, different designers have different perspectives." And audio can I think would be like a good uh, place to just document those rather than uh, yeah. Ha, Thank you for letting me talk. You know, how often do you get to to speak your mind like this without really being subjected to heavy judgmental conditioning? I'm I'm so grateful to you all. Thank you. Thank you for letting me speak. Thank you. And Kedar, this is this is officially prologue, or are you gonna end it? Because I have some yes. controversial things to say after this. <laughs> ah no, so we'll we'll say thanks. Uh, and uh, yeah, thank you for listening till the end. And uh, currently, I'm heading the design team at uh, Jupiter. Jupiter.money, which is a new bank, and we are hiring at all levels. So, if you can also follow AudioGan on Instagram or uh, for other Gan sessions, you can go to audiogan.com. And uh, yeah, you guys want to have any plug? Uh, is Cred hiring? We're always hiring. So yeah, if you guys like what we have built, and if you guys believe that there is something that you can do to make payments, credit cards. Lifestyle, e-commerce, lending, utility payments—you have you have you have a passion to make any of these beautiful, any of these more enriching for people that use them. Hit me up. I'm Harish at Cred.Club. Always looking to speak to talented designers and always hiring. So looking forward. Awesome, Abhinit for Gojek. We're also always hiring. You can go to career.gojek.com. Uh, we have all the listings there. Uh, if you face any issues, feel free to DM me on Twitter, uh, and I'll sort it out for you. Cool, cool. It's Abinishial. Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. Thank you, guys. Thanks. And that's it from today's Gan session. For show notes and more Gan, visit audiogan.com. 
If you like this podcast, please don't forget to check our other interesting podcast on IVM Network. You can listen to us on IVM Podcast app, ivmpodcast.com or any of your favorite podcasting apps. To stay tuned, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at IVM Podcast and if you wish to connect with me, I am at Audio Gan Moments on Instagram. Until then, take care.